My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe that you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member Melanie Annan wants help preparing for a meeting with a potential agent. Melanie is an independent film editor, and she wants to know if an agent would be valuable at this point in her career so she can get to the next level. In this hot seat, we cover the types of questions that Melanie should ask when she meets with an agent, as well as some common misconceptions about what working with an agent is actually like. Listen in to hear my thoughts on how to make the most of a meeting with an agent. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Melanie Annan. And as a quick reminder, to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcasts. Melanie! So what is your hot seat topic for today? 
Well, my hot seat is I'm going to speak to an agent tomorrow. Just a phone meeting. It's not it's not necessary to sign me, try to get signed up. It's just, yeah, just to start that first contact. I'd be interested in his advice. He might say what my next step should be or why I'm not ready or if I am ready or basically, yeah, just getting prepared for this phone call. All right. So this is specifically about how do I prepare for a phone conversation with an agent? Yes. And I know a few people, I've listened to some hot seats recently. There's been, so I know they can't get yeah, this jobs. Is- this has I've been a bit that. of a hot, a hot button topic and I have a, a private client that I've been working with and we've been digging into this a lot deeper too. So this is uh, this has been a just a general topic of conversation throughout our industry. So Yeah, um, it's an interesting one and it sort of all seems behind closed doors. So Well, I'm I'm trying to break down all of those doors. Mm-hmm. Every every time there's a door and there's a secret conversation, I'm trying to make sure it's not a secret conversation anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of those. So it's going to take some chipping away for me to do that, but that that's what I'm trying to do is eliminate all the secrets, all the barriers. So the the first thing that I'll say is a, a caveat is that I have a lot of opinions about this. My opinions are not the only opinions and they're not the right ones. Everybody has their own unique experiences with agents Mm -hmm. and different agents and different agencies take different approaches. So all I can do is kind of share my own past experience and my own opinions about how this process works, but I don't want you to think, oh, that's what it's like working with an agent or that's how the process works, right? Um, So all I can do is share share my experiences and uh, having talked to others what their experiences are too. But the first thing that I want you to think about going into a conversation with an agent. And it sounds like it's a little bit more of a meet and greet and informational conversation. It's not a a matter of I need them to represent me and they're not saying we want to represent you. It sounds like it more just came about as a, a, a bit of a casual conversation. Yeah, just a friend of mine who's an editor. For years, she keeps saying you should meet my agent. And I keep thinking I'm not ready to meet an agent. And then I thought, why don't I just meet them anyway? And then, you know, who knows? So, yeah, and luckily it's a phone meeting, so that kind of feels less pressure. Yeah. Right. Uh, And the the one thing that I'll throw out there is just a little bit bigger picture advice, and I'll throw this out to everybody. You're never going to be ready. Whatever it is, if if you're ever saying, I'm going to do this, but I'm not ready yet, nine times out of ten, I would say that you're probably saying that out of fear as opposed to you're legitimately not ready. There are, of course, going to be circumstances where you're legitimately not ready for something. But in this case, knowing your body of work and your level of experience – you're never going to be the level of ready that you think you need to be to have this yeah, conversation, yeah. right? Okay. So I just kind of, I want to set up that mindset that you're you're in a place with your career where you've earned being able to have a conversation with an agent, okay. right? Yeah. You, you belong to be in that room. Okay. Um, so that having been said, the way that I want you to approach this is from a couple of different angles. Mm. The first of which, it is more just understanding how do things work with an agent? I mean, I know that, you know, I, I suppose you're going to take some of my paycheck if you get me a job, but how else does it work? Like, do you guys find the work for me or do I need to find the work? Like, so I would first just use it as an opportunity to ask some questions and understand the process. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be a little bit different with different agencies, but in general, they all run about the same way. But the other thing that you need to do with an agent, and this is not always. This is almost always the component that people miss. They walk into a conversation with an agent and they essentially want to know, am I ready for you to represent me so you can get me work? People, okay. I've, I've, I've seen it on social media. I've had people reach out to me directly. And the prevailing notion is once I have an agent, they look for work for me and I don't need to look for work anymore. Mm-hmm. That could not be farther from the truth. You still need to look for work when you have an agent. 
And most likely, especially early in your uh, relationship with the agent, mm -hmm. they're not even going to be looking for work for you because they have other clients that are higher on the roster than you. Mm -hmm. So when you start, you're going to be the lowest priority of all of their clients. You are a client and you're on their list, but you're the newest, lowest priority client unless they've landed like a big fish. Mm -hmm. But in your case, my guess is that you're going to be amongst other people that have a, a slew of indie features and shorts and web series. Yeah. And um, you're going to, you, I don't know how many people they represent. I don't know if this is a like a tiny agency where they have four clients no. or if it's this is one of the bigger ones i'd say like maybe within the top 10 i don't know if i'd, I'd be a better fit at as more of a, another one anyway who knows but and, yeah and that's one of the things we're going to dig into deeper mm. is better understanding if a big agency is even the right fit mm. but that's first why i think using this as a meeting just to understand in general what does the process look like of having an agent yeah. Right. How, how do things change and what are the what are the benefits? What does the, the process look like? Um, but especially if it's a bigger agency, I can all but guarantee you'd go in there and you'd be uh, on the, the lowest rung mm. of the ladder. When yeah. work comes in, they have a phone tree or an email tree or whatever, right? right. So they, yeah. they have a contact tree and they say, this kind of feature comes in, here's the list of the 10 people that are a good fit and they have them prioritized in order. Well, this is the best fit. Are they available? No, okay, next, 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 next. You're gonna start at the bottom. That's just the way that it's mm -hmm. gonna work, right? So I don't want you to get the impression and this is part of the conversation you can have with them. Once I have an agent, I'm assuming I still need to look for work, yes? Yeah. So that, that's one of the things I want you to, to learn more about is that process. But the other thing, going back to what I was saying before that almost everybody misses, mm -hmm. you can't just go in and expect for the agent to find you work if you don't know and aren't clear about what you want to become next. Okay. Oh, okay. Right? So if they just come in and say, do you think you can find me work? They're thinking, well, yeah, we get calls about work a lot. And if nobody else on our list is available, then sure, we'll, we'll let you know and we'll see if we can get you a gig because that's our job to get you a gig. But at the end of the day, if they don't know what to do with you and you don't know what to do with you, you're just going to you're going to have an agent. But mm. does that mean that the agent's actually going to get you money and help you build your career? Probably not. There are a lot of people that have a, that have agents that say, my agent never gets me anything and I'm, I'm not even sure why I have one. That's mm. not all on the agent. What you need to do is go in there and be very, very clear about what you want. And they can tell you whether or not that's something they can help you achieve, right? So don't just go in there and say, well, you know, I've been, you know, having, having a hard time uh, finding work and uh, my friend wanted me to connect with you and, you know, just thought maybe you guys can make it a little bit easier for my, find my next game. And they're like, uh, no, that's not what we do. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind 
game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately, or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us. They give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. But if you go in there and say, listen, for the last five years, I've been working on indie features that are in the, you know, 150000 to $2 million range. I don't actually know what they are, but give or take based on what we talked about, I'm probably not terribly far off. <laughs> you could say, what I really want to do over the next three years is transition to editing $5 million features that are either indies or that are the studio indies. And I'd like to build my resume of things that are at that next level. Do you guys work with clients that know about those kinds of projects? And do you think I would be a good fit? Okay, that's perfect. Then they can very clearly say, you know what? We never get calls about $5 million indies. I mean, yeah. you know, we represent the, the team that cuts the Avengers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, then you know that at least this place isn't going to be the best fit. But what also happens in this goes back to everything we've talked about with outreach. It's not that people don't want to help you. It's that they don't know how and you, they don't know how because you're not clear enough. Mm. Let's say that you come in there and you're really specific. You say, I love doing emotional character dramas. Ideally, if it has something to do with relationships or mental illness or something that's really, you know, subjective and like, that's my thing. It doesn't mean it has to be that, but that's really my thing. And I really want to do stuff at, you know, about the $5 million budget level. And the agent, now that he has that information might say, I got to be honest, we don't get projects like that, but I know another boutique agency where they specialize in managing clients that work on projects like those. I should introduce you. Yeah, that sounds good. I want you going into your meeting with your agent with a plan. With a, yeah, I want you to yeah. paint a picture. This is where my career is going next. The yeah. question is, is this a journey that you would like to be on that you can help me with? Because guess yeah. what? If they want to be on the journey and they want to help you, what happens to them? They make money. money. <laughs> money. Yeah, okay. So number one, I will put on the agenda. I just want to learn a little bit more from an agent's perspective about what it means to work with an yes. agent. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's but you don't need to right. sell or pitch yourself. You just need to be very clear. Here's the journey that I'm on. Yeah. And I'm looking for some assistance and support to get to this next level. Is this something that's potentially a good fit for you? Yeah. I was worried, as you know, 
I yeah want to do those emotional indie films. I was worried about the word indie, thinking that they might go, oh, indie, we want to actually be making money here. But I'm glad you said studio indie or higher budget indie because that, yeah, I didn't want to scare them off by saying that indie word. Well, and the other thing that you can do as well, if you're concerned about that, mm. is you can say that's a part of my journey now. Mm. But to me, I see the indie films, the emotional indies as a stepping stone to, you know, the $50 million Oscar films. And I don't know if that's a part of your journey or not. It probably isn't, given um, how much I know about you and uh, the stuff that you like to work on. Yeah. But for that agency, they might not be interested in, oh, well, maybe I can get you an extra $50 a week. Like, probably not worth our time. But again, just like we as editors and assistant editors and all the people on this call, it's a very, very small world. The Mm. world of agents is a very, very small world. Okay. So if you're talking to one of the big 10 agencies and you're really clear about what you want, want, this agent might think, this isn't really our thing, but I know where I can Mm -hmm. refer you. And I think now is the time for you to get an agent. Because I'm not an agent myself, but given what I know about your resume and your level of experience, if you do want to make this jump, now would be a good time for you to start finding representation. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because the last film I did was like, um, became a Netflix original film in Australia, not here, but in Australia, it was a Netflix original film. So I thought that, that kind of thing they might... That's sort of a bit of an exciting topic because then they might be able to envision, oh, yeah, we've got some other Netflix originals. Well, I know they Mm -hmm. do. That's what my friend worked on. Yeah. Yeah. The the most important thing is you need to paint them a picture of where you want to go next. This is the biggest mistake most people make when they're they're in a similar position as you where they think, I'm stuck. I can't find better work. I need an agent to find the work for me. The agent's not interested in finding you the work. They're going to want you to prove yourself. Then once they see you've proven yourself on a project or two, then you start getting the incoming calls. And then if you're like me, you frustrate the hell out of them because they bring you much bigger opportunities and you keep saying no. Mm. Because I'm very, 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 very picky about what goes on my resume. And they've come to me with some really big stuff. And I've been like, yeah, no, it's not. That's not a good fit for me, either the schedule or the people or whatever. And they, you know, they will continue to call me with other opportunities. But at the end of the day, I think all but maybe two of the credits on my resume are things that I got myself via relationships right. because it's really important to me that I work with the right people on the right projects. Yeah. Um, and my agent still represents me. They're still getting their 10%, which is the other part of this equation that I think we've talked about on calls in the past. And I've had multiple conversations with the, the biggest names in 10 poll features about this process. Mm-hmm. And I would ask the question when I was a little bit younger in my career, if I'm getting all the work myself, why am I giving somebody 10% of my money? And the answer is, first of all, they're going to negotiate that 10%. So you're probably going to get at least 10% more in your rate anyways. So you're going to make up the difference. But just having the buffer where they deal with all of the conversations and the conflict about the rates with the studio producers or whomever it is and giving you that buffer so you don't have to deal with that part of the relationship, that alone is worth the 10%. So that's that's how I would approach it. And if you get a feeling that maybe this place is a little bit too big for you right now, mm-hmm. there's no harm after being very, very clear about where you're going next and saying, mm-hmm. hey, I totally get it. You guys are working on these big movies. You've got a huge client roster, no pressure whatsoever. Is there any chance you know anybody else, maybe at a smaller boutique agency, that might think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, a better fit for them? Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I think that was all I needed to know. All right. Well, that was simple enough. Do you, yeah. you feel uh, feel clear about how to jump well, into this I feel this much better. I've got a few keywords to say, so thank you. <laughs> and uh, I like that you, you are more than welcome. 
Um, well, it's, uh, I'm very excited to hear how this conversation goes. Um, yeah. If they're the right fit, I would be excited to, to hear that you have some representation and you're ready to, to jump to that next level of feature. Because I know that you put in the work and you've got the, the experience and uh, it's your, your time has definitely come for that to happen. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I did make up my resume, agent style resume to show them before. So it looked like a, when you line it up like that, it does look good. <laughs> right, like, as it should. You've earned that. <laughs> but I'm like, all I need is that little logo in the corner. But yes, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that logo makes a difference. That's another yeah. thing that you get with your 10%, <laughs> is that that logo gets you onto resume piles that you might not get into yeah. otherwise. Okay. Okay, let, I'll let cool. you know how it goes. Thank yes, you. Yes, please, uh, definitely let us know. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo-Driven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. 
And a special thanks to our sponsors, Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.